0: I'm up! Welcome to Doctor Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Deliver and Mage Death. So mate Big show today, yeah, guys. Big show today. I am super, super excited for this. This is this is a this is a long time coming, so
1: Yes. Let's do the poll, que- I'll give you the poll question real quick and then we'll dive right into it. Poll question for this week We asked, or from last week, we asked, What were your initial thoughts on the dual class mechanic and the cards that we've seen so far? Uh, we had 15 votes. Thank you to everyone who voted, and half of you, 50%, said that you're excited about the new mechanic. Uh, 357 said you're kind of indifferent right now uh seven percent said upset or sad and another seven point one percent said worried about class identity so uh i think it's i think more excited than anything i it'll be Mm -hmm. interesting to see how those feelings might change as more of the cards get revealed so uh definitely thank you for voting we'll have a poll question at the end of this week's episode uh for you to participate for next week
0: well, speaking about feelings changing here, we're about to go from, you know, our normal level of excitement and hype and really kick it up to about a 10 right now because as as we were saying we're on Twitter earlier this week, we have a very special guest with us this week and we will now be going to the Dr. 3 interview with Celestian. And we are we are here this evening with our very special guest, Celestian. Um thanks for joining us here on Doctor Three.
2: Hey, how's it going? It's
0: going great. This is this is kind yeah. of a dream for dream for all three of us. So this yes, is definitely super cool.
2: My pleasure. I'm happy to be here.
0: So and this is such a great time to have you here too
1: <laughs>
2: exactly it's
3: almost
1: like it seems like we uh planned this but it just (laughs) serendipitously worked out this way
2: i'm glad it could
1: excellent so speaking of the new
0: expansion um we just want to start out with a question about how does the process begin when you come up with a new expansion do people bring ideas to a meeting and you pick out the best one or do you just kind of brainstorm until you have a theme for what the expansion's going to be?
2: Yeah, it's uh, our process for for um, coming up with the new expansions is really, really collaborative. We involve, like, the whole Hearthstone team to start with. We have those sort of big team-wide brainstorming meetings where we talk about, like, all sorts of different ideas. People, like, post sticky notes all over on whiteboards. Of, of, well, not literally anymore, but... <laughs> But uh, not lately anyway, but uh, oh, yeah. normally we do. Uh, brainstorming all these tons of different ideas we've got. Um, and people are like throw their, their interest levels out for, for some of them whichever ones end up more popular out of that. We talk about like what mechanics we could do uh, thematically fitting with those sort of uh, themes. Uh, then it starts getting narrowed down to like we've got a bunch of good ideas. Uh, and our mostly uh, that's on our initial design team, which I'm a part of, uh, that to come up with what uh, what ones we want to pursue further, and then we start developing a few of those further, coming up with the sort of mechanics, come fully like fleshing out the themes involved, what what the storylines might be, that sort of thing. Uh, Skolomans has been a one of the ideas we've been kicking around for quite a while, we wanted to do like a magic school, uh, like where, where do the the greatest, uh, wizards of, of Azeroth, you know, get their training sort of thing. Uh, like we've, we've played with the Kirin Tor before a little bit, but, but there's also been just a concept of like, what is the magic school and, and, and how can we play up some like school or college themes as well? Uh, and Scolamance has always been high on the list there. Of like, oh, this is this cool magic school in WoW. It had a, a, a more darker tone to it, but oh, we're sure. right. we 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 take it. We pick and choose the parts from WoW we like <laughs> and, and, and and use them to suit our our excitement uh, things. Uh, so yeah, that, and that's how we end up with Scolamance Academy. It's always
0: kind of light hearted when it comes to Hearthstone.
2: <laughs> so yeah, in general. Uh we, we like to have some twists in there. Like I, I think yesterday's card reveals were were uh, intentionally a cluster of sort of the, the darker side of Skull of Mance. Uh, so that that was fun. Uh but, but overall we're we're mostly mostly lighthearted. We get that charm and whimsy from Hearthstone style.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you talked about that uh, kind of thinking about Azeroth and and how this definitely contrasts with how Skullamance is in World of Warcraft. Do Mm -hmm. you ever, it doesn't sound like you ever sound uh, or feel tied down by the way something is in World of Warcraft. If you want to try and explore an idea in Hearthstone, would you say that's right,
2: or or how, Yeah, I, I would. Agree. We we don't really feel tied down. We we feel like a Hearthstone is just ha, sort of has license to to, like I said, pick and choose the parts we like. But more that means like develop the parts we like and and uh, make do our own twists on things. It's Karazan, but it's a disco party, <laughs> uh, like. Uh,
1: Which I, I liked by the yeah, way.
2: That no, was that was great. It's great. That was great. it's, it's skullance, but it's for everybody to learn magic. Uh and and the darker side of it is in the basement. Uh, <laughs> so uh we we get to, to turn things to uh our style and, and this is a great relationship with the the whole uh universe of Warcraft because we get to build upon this huge uh this huge lexicon of 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 tons of characters and stories and places and things uh that we can reference so it feels like a very fleshed out huge world that we live in uh and and also nostalgia is a big part of it too like in this case we've got like there there were characters from actual scholomance what were they what were they like in the living version of Skullman, yes, I know canonically that didn't exist, but but in Hearthstone's version of it, what does Gandling look like, that sort of thing, or uh, what does Kel'Thuzad look like, that, that sort of thing. <laughs> it,
0: is, it is a lot of fun to see the the twist you guys get to put on what was traditionally dark in in the World of Warcraft. So, given your background in Warcraft, how excited are you about Hearthstone delving into Skullman's?
2: Very excited. Like, it, it, I remember running that dungeon many, many times, uh, both versions of it that were in WoW, uh, and and uh, there are a lot of fond memories there. But it, I, I think, it lets us explore a whole bunch of tropes in in Hearthstone, uh, like the the aforementioned schoolhouse college academy sort of sort of things uh like amazing lp's video from a couple days ago that was so sick right
3: that's incredible um,
2: so. oh, yeah yeah oh. so your first day freshman sort of thing <laughs> land, lands into to, to that world it's it's exciting it, it's, it's it's fun to, to play in that world Exactly. I like spells. I like magic, so so doing a magic school thing was super like hyped me up a lot. <laughs>
0: uh deliver. You want to take the next one?
3: Uh yeah. So, you know, back in uh, Year of the Dragon, we did a you know continue storyline throughout the expansions. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you or the team? Uh, are you thinking about going back to that sort of thing, or do you like the more? one and done to where you're able to more pick and choose like you were talking about. Uh,
2: we're, we love how the, the year long narrative of Year of the dragon turned out. Uh, we had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, and we had, uh, we're thrilled with how, how players received that and players seem to love it. So overall, we really happy with how that all went. Uh, will we do it again? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't have any immediate announcements for that, uh, right. but, but yeah, we look at that positively. I think it's, it's interesting to, to see how uh, different stories are suited to different formats. Uh, uh, so like we had this long linear storyline that we wanted to, to fully flesh out and develop and, and, uh, and tell over the course of the year what there was, Honestly, complicated. Like, you couldn't tell all that. And there's so many different characters involved. There's like nine main characters, ten if you count Galakrond, right? Uh, so, like, that, that's a whole lot going on. Uh, and it has a very s- strong progression to it. Uh, whereas, we had other ideas as well that we wanted to play up. Like, we want to visit Outland, we want to go to Skolomance, Illidan's in here, like, all these. Uh, things that, that fit very well in being one-shots. Um, so it's just a matter of what is the right fit for the the story we want to tell at the time. But, yeah, I would not be surprise, surprised if, if we did go back to that at some point in the future.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, yeah, for me personally, you know, whenever you all dropped a little teaser for the next bit of the story, it was just that little extra hype for the next expansion and everything mm-hmm. that wasn't really got us going. And, um the tunes was great. The the music was phenomenal. So keep oh, the right. music from so, all them so was so, so good. good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my daughter absolutely loves the old Doom trailer, and mm-hmm. she's two. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so that is, yeah, The the music is always just so spot on. I can't even, like every trailer, I'm like looking forward to the song because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be singing it
2: repeatedly. Me too. Yeah.
3: Yep. And speaking of which a song, yeah, Skolomance, you did a great mm-hmm. job of capturing the like a school song, like um yeah. like powerful, and it turns into a fight song, like a school fight yes. song. That was yes. pop when, when nuts, I,
2: Very good. When I heard the the musicians involved were were going that route of like it starts out as as the like somber, like school anthem thing and then turns mm-hmm. into the fight song. It's like that is that is brilliant. Like we could do that on any other expansion, but it just fits so well here. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so uh, Mage, do you wanna take the next question?
1: Sure, so like we were talking about uh, multi-expansion arcs versus single expansion arcs. Is there advantages to doing one over the other or is it all about the story and and like just what what it is what it is you want to do for this particular idea?
2: Yeah, well, th- there's there's event, there's pros and cons to it for sure. Uh, I think the, the cross year narrative was uh, great at telling a long linear story, uh, and it gave us a, a common like uniting cohesive theme to, for for players to to like feel like they were following along, and because they were invested in this part they would they would like the next part as well even even though like thematically magical city in the sky going to uh like desert exploration were <laughs> pretty different but it still it united them pretty well in this cohesive vision um and i think like i said it's better for a, a longer story that way as well i think separate expansions also have their strengths uh they're uh much Better at having a variety of things. Uh, they can things can be don't need to be connected to each other. It can just be like we're over here now, and now we're over here uh, to do all sorts of wacky wacky things. So in terms of just crazy variety, the the one shots are great for that, uh, and that also lets us focus more less on this on the like linear storytelling experience, and more on like the setting and the themes uh and and really amp that part of it up that makes sense definitely
0: so jumping back to ashes of outland i wanted to know about demon hunter how do you feel the implanta- impl- implementation that went with the first new class that hearthstone has seen and what what have you learned from it and do you think you would possibly add a class an uh, 11th class to hearthstone after demon hunter
2: hmm a lot a lot of questions there uh let's see yeah sorry yeah the, the demon hunter oh we we think overall demon hunter went really well uh we were really excited to do it uh and it gave us an opportunity to experiment with a ton of different mechanics and gameplay uh, we were really excited to 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 theme up this new class as, as with a like, a cohesive theme of feeling like a demon hunter, this aggressive uh, uh, attacker sort of thing. Uh, and, and we think that landed really well. Uh, I think one of the things we were concerned about going into it was to make, really make sure they feel distinct from, like, there's parallels that you could draw between, like, oh, they use demons, warlocks use demons. Oh, they're, like, agile, rogues are agile. Oh, like, they've got a hunter in their name, Hunter's got hunter in their name. Uh, like, <laughs> Uh, or at least Hunter is very forward motion, constantly aggressive too. So, mm-hmm. uh, like we were like, okay, let's make, let's really make sure that our classes feel distinct. That this doesn't feel like, oh, this is just a hybrid of these classes. Uh, and I think the feedback from players has been that we succeeded at that quite, quite strongly. Uh, Demon hunters feel like their own thing uh, and players are loving that. Uh, I think in terms of learning, we knew going into this that a new class would be really hard to balance. Uh, like we don't have the existing uh, base of knowledge about how this class plays. What are the powerful things to do in it, and how are they going to interact with with each other? Uh, we only had our relative to what players get uh, limited internal testing. Uh, we we do a lot of internal testing, but it can't compare to millions of games from players. Uh, so we knew that balance was going to be a challenge. Uh, and one of the ways that we tried to, to um, support that was being ready and, and prepared to, to do uh, balance changes quickly uh, and frequently, uh, and so we've done that. Uh, and I think um, one of the things special about how we've been doing balance here on Demon Hunter is we've been very careful to we'd rather make more frequent little changes uh, than, like, the fact that we know we can a few weeks later change something again if it's not right uh, or change something else if something else isn't right uh, means we don't have to swing wildly. We don't have to make large swings, so we haven't risked any sort of, like, oh, Demon Hunter's nerfed, now they're bad uh mm-hmm. this was a new class and we wanted people to feel really confident playing it and investing their time and skill development into this and it's like if you like demon hunter we definitely don't want to screw that up we don't want to make it so you can't play demon hunter now uh, so yeah we've we've made uh, steady small changes to get them into the right place and that's actually that honestly worked really well for us uh, I mean in retrospect there's no doubt they went out too strong uh, but but we would rather they went out, uh, like too strong than too weak. Uh, we wanted this to be the new thing you're excited to play and not feel bad about when you get to play it. Uh, so they, they went out and we have steadily narrowed them into the, the right place. Uh, I think the development of Demon Hunters, another thing we learned about was how important I mean, this is obvious. Like we knew, we knew this, but but we got experience with with doing it of how important the hero power is. Uh, the hero power changed many times during development uh, at late in the process, and that has far-reaching balance implications, um, and and so uh, and gameplay designing how we design the cards imp- uh, implications. Uh, so. Uh, we we knew that would be a a significant thing, but hadn't had firsthand uh, experience with that, and then we got that firsthand experience. Um, yes. Let's see. Yeah, it definitely
3: for me. It as far as Demon Hunter, it felt like a Demon Hunter playing it from the get go. Like, good. It's just go thematically spot on, and I love the uh, the new ideology, I guess, of what your team's doing as far as not just saying you can't play this card now, but instead here's a nudge in the right direction. Let's see Mm if the meta changes because of that. And it does, you know,
2: it's uh, you guys are doing a great job.
0: Yeah. Uh I've, I've liked that a lot too. So.
2: Yep. Um, as for your other question of like, would we add another class in the future? Uh, it was a ton of time work, uh, involvement for a lot of different people working on demon hunter. We're super happy with the results. Uh, we may do another class at some point in the future, but it won't be anytime soon. Uh, (laughs) this
1: this experience didn't deter you from doing it again in the future, right? Yes.
2: This This experience did not deter us. (laughs) But we understand the weight of how, of uh, how big a thing this is. Uh, so so don't look forward to a new, new, uh, new class in (laughs) Skullamance or anytime soon, but but at some point in the future, maybe. Uh, but we the really focused on Demon Hunter.
0: I was going to say, that was the spirit of the question, was would you think about doing it again? Not, do you have one <laughs> plan and when?
2: Uh, no immediate plans right now, but at some point we're open to the idea. When right? cool. the time is right. <laughs> but it won't be any time soon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's super fair. Uh, Deliver, you so, want to go into the spellburst mechanic?
3: Yeah, Ooh, spell so Spellburst spe- spell is your uh, new keyword for the expansion, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a, it's a one-time effect. Uh, if you don't know what this is, it's a, a minions on the field have spellburst. You play a spell, and whatever's on the card, that effect happens. Uh, there's many different—there's a wide variety of different Spellburst effects that are really cool. Uh, you don't have to play a spell that turn either. Um, one thing I did see when I first saw Spellburst, I thought, oh no, this could be abused so bad. But it's a one-time effect. Not realize that, so good on you. Uh, But uh, as far as, can you talk about uh, the iterations on Spellverse Mechanic? Like, is this something the team has wanted to do for a while? Um, Is this Mechanic, you see something more useful for spell-heavy classes, like Mage or Shaman? Hmm. Uh,
2: So I think uh, we've been excited to do... Like this is Scola, man. It's a magic school. We wanted to do some mechanic that was really about casting spells, mm-hmm. uh, and combined that with this was actually something we uh, played around with on Demon Hunter, uh, not spells specifically, but we one of the mechanics we we ended up going with Outcast as their class specific keyword. But one of the things we uh, played with during development of Demon Hunter was a one time effect. Uh, uh, at the time, we tried a few different things, but the, the thing that was sticking for a while was a one-time effect when you damage the enemy hero. Uh, but uh, that was... Uh, we we like Outcast better, so we went we went that route. But it did give us an appreciation for these triggered things that can only trigger once and what that means for gameplay. Uh, so... Uh back to Scola, we wanted a, a very thematic spell based uh, mechanic. And so the obvious thing is like when you cast a spell, this happens, uh, was was cool, but it also has kind of a limited design space. Um, like you think about what there is right now to do with that, uh, we we get stuff like deal one damage AoE on a pyro on wild pyromancer or summon a one-one on violet teacher. And that stems from the fact that spells are really uh, like widespread throughout the game, and of uh, like a large range of how much you can cast them. Uh, and if you really push it, you can cast a whole lot of spells. Uh, so we all of our spell-triggered uh, effects tend to have to be things that um, it's okay if they happen a whole bunch. Um, the game doesn't immediately end if you if you like coin innervate uh, the, I don't know power of the wild or something on your violet teacher you got three little one one tokens that you got to buff, buff up um, mm-hmm. the so we're, we're basically limited on on how big and how impactful the, the things we can do there were uh, just we had to keep in in mind the repetition potential. Uh, so that was a it's a small design space, uh, but we wanted this to be widespread throughout the expansion, used by all sorts of classes in all sorts of ways, and have some big flashy effects on it. And we thought merging that with the one time trigger idea was going to work really well for that. And so it was it was a very early on design during uh, for the during the development of, of uh and and uh, we ended up really happy with it. It means we can do all sorts of like wild things with it like dealing larger amounts of damage or uh, mind-controlling minions or uh, summoning larger minions than just one ones. ones uh, And we can also do fun things based on the spell that triggered it, like returning that spell to your hand or resummoning all the minions that that spell killed. <laughs> uh, as, as for, like, who will use it, we actually wanted it to be pretty widespread through through... Basically, all the classes at least having access to it, and I think a lot of them will 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 tend to use it. Uh, even though thematically spells are like magic, and you don't think of of uh, like a warrior isn't like casting magic, uh, they 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 are still in the world of Hearthstone spells. Whirlwind is a spell, right? And and um, this combos well with that, so I, th- I think nearly everybody can can use. Uh, can you spell burst well? Uh, cheaper spells tend to combo with it easier, but maybe it's the bigger spells that you want to do things that interact with those uh, spells, like the return your spell to your hand or, or resummon the minions you killed. Those work better on larger spells usually. Um, so there's, there's just a wide variety of things we can do with it. Uh, and those can be really exciting.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, Mage, you want to go into the other big new mechanic in the set, the dual yes, class cards. Yes.
1: Dual, dual class cards. So multi-class mm-hmm. cards are coming back for the first time since Mean Streets of Gadgets and uh, there's there's these 10 combinations where right. you have a class that gets to pair with two others. Uh, how, how did you decide which which classes would go together? That, that seems like kind of the most basic thing, but at the same time, I'm sure there was a lot of decision making that had to be done in order to come up with these combinations, right?
2: Yeah, there was. Uh, w- well, the first decision we're making there was what even is that structure. We ended up with a ring of of there's there's ten. Uh, the whole classes are all all in a ring and and they're just connected to their adjacent ones, right? Uh, so everyone has two pairings, right? Uh, we originally uh, also dabbled with a few other options of of like they're uh, they're just in pairs. So there's just there's five pairs uh, and they they only have one dual class that they associate with. Um, we also tried, there's like multiple pairings and it's really complicated and there's all sorts of things. So that first decision of like, okay, it's a simple ring. Everyone's connected to your, the two people you're holding hands. with. Uh, that ended up bridging that, that uh, all those different options well for us. Uh, as for how we arrange that, how we choose who matches up to who, uh, a lot of that flowed pretty naturally. Um, Classes have relationships together. They have commonalities, things that they, they, they share, uh, both thematically and gameplay wise. So, like, uh, paladins and priests, what do they have in common? Well, they both like holy stuff. They're, they're both about light and, and holiness. Uh, what do warlocks and priests have in common? They both deal with souls. So there's soul magic stuff going on there. Uh, what do, uh, like mages and shamans have in common? They both are dealing with the elements. Uh, and, and so those, uh, there was some flexibility in where we make the pairings, but it was pretty, it was mostly fleshed out for us. Uh, pretty obviously there were a few things that swapped around. Like I think warrior and paladin might've swapped or like imagine that ring. I think it might have twisted mm-hmm. in the, the first uh, version of it. Um, but yeah, it ended up pretty close uh, to that from the start, and I think we had just a few iterations to to feel confident on about it. There's a couple cases where what the overlap is thematically uh, was uh, a little variable. Like, you could say that the overlap between Priest and Paladin is holy, or is it healing? Uh, like, how exactly do you, do you do that um uh but some of them are more, more obvious like what do druids and hunters have a, in common it's beasts the, mm. the the wilds nature uh so so that's uh that's where that went um yeah so that, that all flowed no, that, pretty pretty that... smoothly
0: I was gonna say they all flow pretty sm- smoothly. The only one that throws me off is like rogue mage. I'm like, what? He, where's
2: that it? Was, yeah, that was that was one of the ones that was uh like it's it's a little unusual. Like it it might not be what you expect. You expect you probably expected like mage to uh, other spellcasters, right? Yeah. Other magic wielders and rogues aren't really thought of as magic wielders, uh, but that did end up... Um, I don't think we've seen... I don't think we've revealed very many of the Rogue Mage cards yet. I think Just the one, I think. Wand Thief the is one. the only one?
1: Yeah, I think well,
2: that's I'll, the only I'll, one. I'll, I'll clue you in that the overlap there is illusions. Like, oh, think, okay. a, think a mage does, like, mirror images. Uh, and a rogue is, like, sneaky sort of stuff. Uh, okay. So I, I, I think, like illusion magic is is the overlap there uh, okay
0: that's uh, really that's that's a very cool explanation because i didn't thought about it like that so
2: mm-hmm. yeah deception um, that sort of thing
1: yes exactly do you see these cards as build around cards for decks or do you see these as more support type cards to other strategies
2: uh often build around but build around that uh the the different classes will build around in different ways intentionally. Uh, Like the build around cards for uh, like we, we just revealed yesterday or day before a bunch of those priest warlock cards Mm -hmm. uh, and they're dealing with like changing health. So for a priest that might be about healing for a warlock that might be self-damage and the decks that those end up making are, are different Uh, but they're both building around these, these core cards. That makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. And the last, the last question is, do dual class uh, cards affect the vision of class identity for the two classes that they belong to? Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So there's a, there's a question I've, I've seen raised of, of like, Hey, you're making such a big deal about class identity. And then you go throw in dual, this mechanic that, that like, <laughs> Purposely blurs class identity. What, what, what the heck are you doing? Uh, and the answer to that is is that it actually doesn't blur class identity. Uh, we didn't do, like, one of the ways we could have gone with this uh, but didn't is, is, like, give the two classes stuff from the other one that they don't have. We could have done something like, oh, Warlock's great at card draw. P- Priest, have some card draw. Uh, which car, priest is not supposed to be good at card draw. <laughs> uh, but we didn't do that because that, that would blur the class identity. Instead, what we did is we take the, we, we look at the places where they overlap. I've been talking about the themes overlapping, mm-hmm. but, but gameplay wise overlapping as well. Uh, and, and so we find uh, the cases where it's not exactly like things that are outside the range of what you could expect uh, that class to do. Uh, but it's uh, done in ways that are flavorfully mixing the classes. Uh, I think Lightning Bloom is a good example of this. Uh, like shamans don't really get the the like gaining temporary mana that druid does, but they do get the effective. I can play more powerful stuff early, uh, effectively, like kind of like a uh, mana cheating in a way. Uh, and so we do lightning bloom w- that overlaps those. Oh, that
1: okay. makes sense. I, I I I love that. That makes total sense.
0: Yes. Um. So we are. We had a question about transfer student as the first uh, Skullman's Academy ca- uh, card that has been ama- available for players to play now. Uh um, mm-hmm. It has text based on the game board on your on which game board you're playing. Why was this the card chosen for this expansion over you know other cards and other expansions to be given out? And do you represent? Do you think it represents what's in store for us at, at Skulmaent Academy?
2: Uh, yeah, I think I think we we we, we chose Transfer Student to represent Skulmaent in a lot of ways uh it's it's thematically appropriate uh both in terms of just the flavor of he's a new student at school just like you're a new new student exploring scolamance uh but it's also just the sort of wild wacky things that go on in Skolomance, the large variety of things uh but it's also uh we just really like the design of it um and we also we've done like you get a uh we give one of the legendaries out early like Hailthos. uh this is in the same vein but uh we we can do different things each time and this one was uh we thought it just fit really well for that um i think uh, the the design is interesting it's the sort of thing that that really um hearthstone has a, a a concept of of We're a digital game. We can play up the fact that we're a digital game. We can take care, uh, take advantage of that fact, and do things that you couldn't do in a paper game. Um, So uh, it's just uh, very—I don't know what the word is—but like unexpected. We like surprising people. Like you didn't expect to get this effect on a card, Uh, and and so that's that's what we thought was would be the perfect card to give out for Skullmates. I
0: was gonna say it's the the game board's always like, what do I get to click on during my opponent's turn? <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah. So like, I I find myself actually starting to try and learn which each board is because now if they have transfer student, I kind of have to be prepared for that effect. It's A, little super bit. It's super A little interesting. It's super interesting.
2: Yeah, but it's for the most fun. For the most part, like they're all reasonable effects for for that turn on that power level, uh, it's not like, oh, I got to know about this or I'm screwed sort of thing. <laughs> so we, we weren't really worried about the, like, we could have done those sort of effects, but, but for the most part here, this is like any neutral card could have done the, the thing that he does, uh, okay. each turn. Uh, so mostly it's you as a player, like, oh, I, I put this in my deck and then each, each, game, I when I draw it, I'm like, oh, sweet, it does this this turn. I didn't need to know ahead of time what, what it did. Uh, they're all pretty simple uh, effects. But if you want, like I, I saw someone on Twitter sent out an image where they, they, they did this, like, memory pattern uh, thing for, like, oh, if you see this thing on the game board, uh, remember that it means that. Uh, I can't remember a good examples of it, but um, it was like on the Oldham board. Uh, look at the the feed in the bottom left. There's probably mummies under there. Mummies have reborn. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. That. There were there were better examples than yeah. that. But I remember seeing that 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 picture and being like, oh, "That's cool. That's creative." Uh, that that ties into the fact that. That we, we tried to make them thematically tied to the, the themes of the game board. Oh, are you on the Pandaria board? See all those pumpkins in the bottom, right, that you click on all the time? I bet they give you plus one, plus one when you eat them. <laughs> That's amazing. That's, that is uh, great. Like, I thought that was really funny. That so, is pretty good. Well, I, I it- really enjoy when we inspire creativity in our players, too. So That, that makes me feel fulfilled.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: it's I'm gonna have to find that after this and and retweet it and keep it (laughs) (laughs) but speaking of social media we Mm -hmm. we want to say we really appreciate how much time you take on Twitter to address questions and comments about cards do you feel like that do you feel like it's an important part of your role and the team rough guess how many times do you quit with a question or comment on a on a given day like how much how many uh, times are you responding?
1: It seems like there's a lot of interaction that you're doing. So it feels like you're probably getting bombarded with
2: uh uh I, it is more than I can respond to feasibly. Uh yes. but I don't mind that. Uh I I'd say it's a it, it really varies like during reveal season there's dozens and that's a that's that's fine. Uh outside of reveal seasons it's it's a it's a few Several a day, that's okay. Uh, I try to respond to what I can, uh, especially if it's stuff that hasn't been answered elsewhere, and I can disseminate that info. Uh, like I appreciate the passion that the community shows for the game and has for the game, and and I like uh, uh, I like being involved in in that. Uh, I I love the game and I'm passionate about it too, and I I I love seeing other people passionate about it. I, I don't know that it's necessarily a like. Is it like? Could I do my job without without being on Twitter? Yes, but <laughs> but I like well, most rac- of us
1: probably could, <laughs> but, we, <laughs> exactly. but yet we
2: still do it. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: uh,
2: I like I love the community and I love the people. Uh, and I'm I'm just happy to to talk with people and anything I can do to make people happy I try. Well, you seem to be answering a lot
0: of questions about Zephyrus these days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Zephyrus is great.
0: Oh man, there's such a that is I have to say that is such an interestingly designed card because the context is perfect card so. You Whatever had to
2: define the perfect card, anyway. <laughs>
0: exactly. You guys had to define that. That's nuts. So, yeah, yeah.
2: there is just, there is an hour long conversation to be had about just Zephyrus alone. So,
0: hence why I'm bringing it up and moving on because that's a rabbit <laughs> hole
1: we could really.
0: Get that down. is
2: that is a very deep rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Zephyrus.
1: So. So I, I've gotten a chance to meet you in person. It was at, at BlizzCon, mm-hmm. which you look normally, familiar, yeah. no, normally comes up in uh, in November. And obviously this year, BlizzCon has been postponed given real-world events yep. and, and yep. It has changed a lot of things. And, uh, you know, that's always been a great opportunity to get into the community, feel recharged, get a chance to interact with, with awesome people from the team like yourself. Yeah have you uh thought about how different later on this year is gonna be or how that kind of I guess maybe something that you pull from that that you're not gonna get to this year?
2: I mean I'm sad. I'm 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 sad that we're not gonna have a BlizzCon. I'm sad that it's the the world is facing the challenges that we are right now. Uh it it's the right choice not to have a BlizzCon, like obviously. Yeah. But yeah. like I'm, I'm still. It's unfortunate. I, I will miss hugging everybody in sight. Uh, but uh, uh, we'll we'll have to see how how things go. Uh, like I don't have any announcements or anything to right. make about about any other future announcements. But yeah, I'm I'm with you about being sad about it. Okay. BlizzCon's always my the highlight of my year, so I, I definitely feel it very much oh that's sad i
0: i need i need to make it so hopefully we can get past this in 2021 and and yes get things back on track yeah uh so let's talk about the future of hearthstone real quick so is there a person place or thing in warcraft that you'd like to see the hearthstone hearthstone team explore at some point in the near future
1: or future in general maybe not yes. near future yeah, I, mean, there was, I, I, I was yeah. some
2: there was, you could you could interpret that as uh, uh, so. well the answer to that question is yes <laughs> yeah, correct yeah, yeah you, you could go on <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're, we're talking about you in general being yes. your background in world of Warcraft and you know we're not expecting spoilers or anything you
2: know no, not, so, not not Uh, I, I love a lot of different parts of, of WoW. I mean, like, I don't know. There's, there's so much of, of WoW that I want to, to get into Hearthstone. It's part of one of the reasons why I I work on Hearthstone is because I can add more of my favorite parts of WoW into Hearthstone, uh, and there's a good chance that those sort of things will come in the future. So I don't want to give okay. any, any spoilers beyond just okay. saying, yes, there's lots in in WoW that I look forward to being part of Hearthstone. Sorry for the cagey answer. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, that's expected. Don't worry. I'm for sure any answer I give will. Re- Reddit, Reddit. They <laughs> <laughs> spoiled
1: our plan to get some sweet Reddit cred here. Thanks. Next <laughs> expansion. Fishing. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, what what is your favorite card currently in Hearthstone, and why?
2: Uh, well, it's Zephyrus. Uh, okay, <laughs> because he is he is the greatest. Uh, he is the most exciting card. Uh, I know there are people out there who are like, Ah, Zephyrus, why did you not give me the perfect card? And he's he's he gives you his perfect card, but he's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is the best explanation of Zephyr's I've ever heard.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That makes Uh, me feel better as a player playing him. It's like, you know what, Zephyr's? You did your best. I will take these. He did his (laughs) best. Um... Sometimes I don't
1: spot lethal, so obviously, you know, there you go. He spots (laughs) lethal more than you do, probably,
2: (laughs) which is still not 100%, but he's trying. Yes. (laughs) I love Zephyrus. I'm actually thinking of getting Zephyrus tattooed on me. Uh, No joke. So, like, uh, yeah, Zephyrus is my favorite card.
0: We actually had it down in our notes, and why is it Zephyrus, JK? So... (laughs) (laughs)
2: You <laughs> could have that route, and that would have just said yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> so, well, at least we got that one right for this for this interview. So, and the last real question we have is: is there anything you could share with us about the new game modes slated, slated for release during the expansion?
2: Um, uh, I am really excited for it. Okay. Uh, yeah we'll, t- yeah we'll take it so. i was testing it today and i had a great time oh all right and i look <laughs> to the time that i can play with with all of you perfect
0: that is that is perfect so well um we want to thank you for taking the time this evening and coming on our our show to do the interview we've my pleasure this is this is just super cool for us we've been hearthstone podcasting for a while so it's very cool to actually talk to someone who has their hands in the game that we all spend so much of our time
2: on i'm happy to like i i love interacting with the community and i'm super excited for all the stuff we're doing like Skullman's academy says be super hyped so like i'm i'm happy too my pleasure thanks for having me yes, thank you thank you thank so you much. yeah
0: thank you thank you so much and and we really really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule especially with expansion coming out Um, big shout out to uh, Chris Sierra and Blizzard um, just for allowing us access to one of the uh, one of the early designers of the game and it's just it's just this is cool this is this is just it was just
1: yeah (laughs) They're, 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 these guys are awesome to talk to and just getting the opportunity to 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 lob some questions get some answers uh, it was yeah kind of a kind of a podcasting dream come true
0: exactly so mm-hmm. we are we are recording this a little bit early so but it's coming out a little bit later so we have the news um from the evening of tuesday july 22nd or 21st excuse me so the card reveals start started on july 22nd so several days into reveals when you're hearing this we'll highlight some of the cards during next week's show the final reveal stream with Kriparian and alec dawson scheduled for wednesday july 29th at 10 p.m uh, or, excuse me, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Yeah. 10 a.m. Yeah. 10, a. 10 a. M. Pacific PST. Time. Yes, Pacific. PT. PT throws me off. Like, when I see PT, I'm, I'm thinking yeah, yeah. p.m. So, but yes, it's Pacific time. So, <laughs> 1 o'clock in the afternoon for those on the East Coast and, you know, 6 o'clock if you're in England, I guess. Um, just working out my time zone math. <laughs> there you go. Always keep it on exactly. your toes, yeah. So, uh, the Doctor 3 complete card review show will be recorded after all the cards are revealed and released before the Skullman's Academy launches, which will be the Skullman's Academy launch date revealed Thursday, August 6th. So yeah,
3: so, yeah. Uh, it's uh, been a while since they've uh, released it on a Thursday, which kind of threw yeah Exactly. Off. But uh, super excited. I, I,
0: I don't remember a Thursday. I've been playing the game since Gnomes vs. Goblins, blah, blah, blah. I am on fire this evening. Thanks, guys. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been playing that long. I, I wasn't really super paying attention when things came out. So I don't remember a set coming out on Thursday before. But, you know, that's just me having a bad memory. I, like
1: right. I was saying beforehand, I know "Whispers of the Old Gods" was a Thursday because that was the first expansion I was—I've been a part mm-hmm. of. Uh, I there's been a couple others. For some reason, I want to say "Knights uh, uh, of the Frozen Throne" was a Thursday, but I could be—I could be incorrect on that. I I don't I don't recall for sure, but it's typically a Tuesday. That's why everyone thought it was going to be August fourth. Uh, with a patch coming slightly the weekend before because of the weapon changes, the uh, card changes to weapons that was coming in. But no, it is going to be a Thursday this this time. And so a couple extra days actually at the beginning of the month to kind of push towards where you want to be uh, before the new expansion.
0: That is, is a very so. good point. I guess I didn't think about that to give people um, some time to hit legend or hit a rank four before the set comes out so you can feel less pressure to do something um to just play whatever you want to play so we'll see uh we'll see where we are next month and see where our star ratings are and see how fast we can get it <laughs> i'm i'm hoping i get the 11 stars i have not played a, a game of ranked since i hit legend <laughs> yeah i'm changing it i'm i I, i've been playing the game i've just been playing casual so or battlegrounds i've Mm -hmm. been playing casual and battlegrounds and that's pretty much it i have not seen the rank ladder since june or july 7th so
3: give me five star bonus because i'll be playing a ton of this expansion i'm actually super excited for the dual mechanic cards (laughs) All right, dual-class mechanic cards. It's just, well, you uh, were the one who posted
0: comparing it, it to Guilds of Ravnica from Magic the Gathering, so...
3: Uh, yeah, ha- I saw had to tweet that out, and yeah, I'm I'm an Orzov player, so Priest and Warlock, give it to me. I that
0: <laughs> sounds like the best thing ever to me because it's like yes, I would like all the control, please. Yes, just 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 give me the control. I want the board, and I want to tell you no, 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 no. <laughs> mm. That's what I think when I hear Priest Mark, and Mark-
3: Warlock. Mark my words, Warlock's gonna get a healing card because of this. Oh, I mean, they already have a healing card. They have Nether Breath. Well, okay, some better ones, so even more. To it. So <laughs> it's gonna even be. It's gonna be worse for the quest of Warlock uh, opponents.
0: You mean, uh, you mean worse than uh, what was it? Shadow Pack back in the day,
1: <laughs> Heal Eight. Mm. S- sac-, yeah, sac Pack.
0: There sac we go. Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was the good old don't days. Like, like, don't like it all what don't don't you like about turn turn five playing a possessed laggy healing for eight and putting a three nine on board that summons three one one or one
1: threes with taunt afterwards
3: (laughs) yeah man yeah it's
1: okay seems seems (laughs) seems very reasonable if you're playing anything other than uh than a control deck
0: yeah. i mean to be fair that was yeah. that was probably better used in cube uh cube Lock, the aggressive strategy of just like how do we get free doom guards <laughs> oh uh, oh man oh man r i p S- spirit singer umbra Oh, <laughs> uh, that was that that was truly <laughs> the best at times it was the worst of times <laughs> uh enough of uh Nostalgia about Cube block and Control War- uh, Warlock. Man, I miss Rin. I loved
3: Rin. Rin was a fun card. That was a good... Uh, that, that was a great control card that, you know... Had some, you know, inevitability. But it was slow enough that it forced you into a clock. Which, you know... I think having that as a control deck is just... It cool. is.
0: It was a, such a well-designed card. Because to even get the final effect it's a 10 mana that was your entire turn Mm -hmm. no matter what so like to play uh to play the demon what's it i don't remember his name but to play the demon the final one that destroys your opponent's deck you literally had to that was all you did that turn and if you're you you could not do that if your opponent was going to kill you uh i uh i was just a big fan of rin um she was definitely like my favorite warlock card of all time. So
3: Yeah, it's definitely up there.
0: Mage is uh laughing because well, I assume you hated Rin? Did you? I
1: I I did not play much with with Rin, <laughs> the first disciple. And mm. uh Ooh. was always very kind of sad to see, to see that <laughs> clock start.
0: It was a it was yeah. a fun ticking clock it certainly was it's like it kind of sucks at first because you're like oh, i just spent five mana i got a 2-2 and the next turn it's a 33 was that six-six-two or did it it was a 6-6 six, six... yeah yes yeah there was there a 6-6 six, six, six.
3: And, then... and then you get the... and then the hammer comes yeah. down
0: 10-10 <laughs> for 10 destroy your opponent's deck you want to mess with Highlander decks, <laughs> that's a good way to do it. Just erase their deck. Oh, man. I could go on and on about old-school, wacky combo, y decks, because I, I certainly did play my fair share of Togwaggle Druid, too. When I went to play Wild oh, last yes. month, I was playing Togwaggle Druid just for, to, to live the good old days. Oh, man. So anyways, I could, I could stay, stay here and be nostalgic
1: all night, but let's
0: move on to this week's poll question.
1: <laughs> all right. So we're in the middle of the, rev- uh, of card reveals. We're going to, we're going to by the, uh, middle of next week, have all the cards revealed. So we want to know from you right in your answer this week, tell us what dual class combination are you most looking forward to is it the uh, smirk with a vengeance the hunter demon hunter or is <laughs> it do you do you want to like uh, heal like Reno Jackson in Warlock or something like that something crazy like that because you get a priest card in Warlock or or some other combination let us know Mage Rogue perhaps we've seen a card for that uh, but tell us what your combination what which one you're most excited about? And we will talk about the results on next week's. Can I show.
0: can I get like the Paladin Priest the that combo? Can I get like a card that combines renew and lay on hands? That I think that'd be really sweet. <laughs> Heals, mm. draws, adds lets you discover a priest spell. Like I, I mean I'm that's like everything I want in a single card. So like I'd love to get some combination <laughs>
1: and Mage's face is nothing but pure disgust. <laughs> that does not sound like a card I will enjoy. If that if that card came to fruition, I don't think that's a card I would want to want to see
0: what uh, one, one more nostalgic memo. if we if there was a paladin healing card i want back it was the uh ivory knight i think it was the 6 mana 4/4 four four, where you discover a paladin spell and you heal for the mana cost that was a cool one
1: that 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 was okay that that one that one was okay. i liked it it was yeah. a cool design yeah yeah
0: i played it i played the crap out of that card so <laughs> anyways uh so you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can find uh you can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com and you can join our Discord by going to our top pin tweet on our uh Twitter and you can find me, Daring Outline at Daring Alkline. Mage. Uh
1: you can find me on Twitter, I am at Major Death, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash major.
3: And deliver take us home. You can find me on Twitter at deliver underscore HS. Yes.
0: And uh again, thank you for thank you to our guest. Um thank you, Blizzard, thank you, Chad, you know, thank you everyone who made this and that made this possible and taking the time to do an interview with us it's it's real special for all of us here so um yeah
1: well welcome to anybody new that is listening to us for the first time as a result of this and we we hope you come back again sometime exactly
0: and as always you've been listening to dr three